Welcome to Biz Women Rock. I'm your host, Katie Kermitzos. I am so happy that you're here with me today. Ooh, this is a good one. This is going to be such a great conversation about video marketing, which I'm going to introduce in a second. But before I do that, I know I mentioned this last week. I want to make sure you know about She Podcast Live. Believe me, if you are a podcaster, if you are thinking about podcasting, if you are thinking about content marketing at all, As a part of your marketing strategy, you have to be at She Podcast Live because I would love you to connect with all of the phenomenal women who are going to be there. And I would love to give you a hug in person. So go sign up, shepodcastlive.com. And when you do, let me know that you're coming so I can make sure to find you and give you a big hug. I would love to see you there. Okay, now let's get into today's awesome episode. Now you've heard that video is a must for marketing your business. You've heard that it's a great way to help you attract the ideal person you help with your products or services, but it feels like a lot of work, right? And if you currently are doing video, maybe you're feeling like your videos aren't making the marketing impact that you want them to make. So what do you do? Answering that question today is the fabulous Holly Gillen, owner of Holly G Studios. For years, she's been helping business owners create, produce, and ultimately effectively use videos to share their message with the exact people who they want to attract into their business. And today, she's sharing her vast knowledge about the topic, including different ways to incorporate video, even if it's not that traditional face-to-face type you're used to seeing. She shares four questions to ask yourself before you ever put a video out there. Oh, they're so good. She talks about live versus pre-recorded videos, when and how to leverage the benefits of both. We discuss three different strategies that you can use for pre-recorded videos. She also goes over her entire seven-step process for successful business cinema. I love that term, business cinema. She coins that, or at least I'm going to attribute that to her. And lastly, we talk about what makes a successful YouTube channel. As this episode goes live, Holly is about to kick off her free YouTube video challenge makeover. She'll help you spruce up your YouTube channel and get it ready to use effectively every day during the challenge. You can sign up at bit.ly forward slash weekend makeover. And I'll go ahead and put that link in the show notes. So let's get going with Holly. Holly, what's up, girl? What up? (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's dive right in. I am a business owner. I've been hearing forever and ever that I need to have video. I respond to video on social media. I love watching video on social media. I keep hearing about the power of video. I am might even be creating my own videos already, but they're not doing squat for me. I want to get into your strategic brain about how we can effectively use video in our marketing so that we actually get what we want, which is engagement and an ability to connect with the people that we want to connect with. Start us as, let's take the example of somebody who doesn't yet use video. Why do we need to use video? And then where do we go from there using it strategically? Sure. Absolutely. Great question. First and foremost, let me just put this out there. Video is not for everybody, right? It is something that's been around for a long time. People are like, yeah, it's the year of video. I'm like, yeah, it's been the year of video for like the last 10 years. But if you're not quite comfortable putting yourself out there on video. Don't feel like you need to jump on the bandwagon in the same way that everybody else is doing it. There are different ways that you can incorporate video into your business without doing it in the face to camera, spread out all over social media. You can kind of ramp up. So just putting that out there. But video, 
you should be using it. <laughs> it is probably one of the most powerful tools you have in your tool belt as an online business owner, an entrepreneur, somebody who's running a business and trying to attract clients, customers, a community, an audience. It has the ability to be you when you're not there, to build your authority, your credibility, your no like trust factors, to help you maintain relationships and create new ones, establish new relationships with new people. It's just so, so powerful. I love what you said about it's there when you're not there. Yes. It's a way for people to interact with you when you're not there. And isn't that the power of having an online business or being able to market in an online way for your business so that you can automate you and your personality? And I really appreciate you really itemizing the fact that it doesn't need to look like what we all think it needs to look like. Me sitting in front of a camera, beautiful lighting, perfect makeup, the wonderful backdrop, and speaking to you and educating you. It doesn't need to look like that. It can be so many different things. Absolutely. There's tons of different ways to create video and different, you know, different strategies behind why you would want to use one way versus another way. So like there's course video, there's personal video. So, you know, creating personal connections through video behind the scenes, there's training videos for like your team or your, your backend, there's onboarding videos, there's video content marketing for, you know, social media, there's personal DM videos and ways to stay connected to your audience via email and things like that. Like so many different options available. I love it. Okay. Now let's talk about what do we actually do when we're convinced that, okay, yes, I am ready to make video for the purpose of marketing. I want to clarify that that's what we're talking about here. For the purpose of getting our message out there and attracting new people who can know, love, and trust us and get value from what we are providing. The trap that I see a lot of women entrepreneurs get into is we start creating video because we're like, yes, I'm taking action. I'm creating video. And then we just go and post it out there on all of our platforms and then it sits. So, and it doesn't really do anything. And we keep doing it for a long time and it still doesn't really get as much traction. And so we tell ourselves somewhere down the, the line, whether it's weeks, months, possibly even years I've seen, oh, video marketing doesn't work. So what do we do from the front end to make sure we're being very smart and strategic with our video marketing? Yeah, definitely. And I know exactly what you're talking about. It's the willy nilly. Hey, everybody's doing it. Let me jump on this like wagon of making video. I'm making video. Oh, video sucks. It doesn't work. Yeah. No. First and foremost, step one. And this is something I teach. It is foundational. Step one. These are four questions you must ask yourself. And if you don't know the answers to these questions, put your camera down and walk away. And they are what I call the four pillars of pre-production. Why, who, what, and how. So why are you making video? Why is it important to your business? How does it fit into everything else that you're doing? Why would anybody even care? Why do you care? You really need to clarify you know, the importance of what you're doing, why you're doing it, and how it fits into your business goals. Otherwise, you're not going to be sure if it is working, if it isn't working, because you don't even know why you're doing it in the first place. Right. So, you know, really kind of laying all of that out and having a very good understanding because video is a long-term strategy. It's not like I'm going to make three videos and become the guru on the mountain overnight, whatever. It doesn't work like that. It is a long-term strategy. You need to be consistent and you need to know why you're doing it. And you need to go back and revisit that every you know couple of months to make sure that it's still on target and that it's actually performing for you. So understanding what those key performance indicators are. So you kind of flesh all that out and the why. Then who, who cares? <laughs> who is going to watch your videos? Like, who are you trying to attract to your community, to your audience? 
Who do you want to help? Who are you most qualified to help? Who are those people? Understanding who that is, and it's not everybody, you know, so really being super specific about who it is that you can and want to help and, you know, laying all of that out, then what, what does that person want? What do they need? What are they struggling with? What keeps them up at night? What are their burning questions? You know, determining that is definitely really important to determining, you know, the type of content that you're creating and that will help you later on down the road in the planning processes. Then if you know why, who, and what, but you haven't really fleshed out the how, you will definitely stay stuck at procrastination station. It is an item on your to-do list that just never gets crossed off because it's never a priority because you're confused about how to close that loop, right? You're just, you started, but you never really finished figuring it out. And the how is extremely important. So how are you actually going to make it happen? What equipment do you have? What do you need? What can you borrow? What is your time budget? How much time do you have? How much time do you want to invest in your video marketing strategy? All of these things. Also time, financial budget. Like how much money do you have to spend? Are you going to be hiring parts out? Are you going to be hiring somebody like me to help you create videos on a higher level in a more strategic purposeful way that actually saves you time. So, you know, really figuring out the how component is also extremely important. So once you know the answers to these questions, then you can start moving forward with a very specific strategic approach. You know what I love about you really identifying this is that those are four questions that you should be answering for any marketing strategy. And ultimately, answering those questions and taking the time to do so will save you a ridiculous amount of time and energy and money Mm. Because it won't just be throwing spaghetti at the wall, I like to call it. You know, like the, mm-hmm. it, it becomes a very purposeful marketing strategy. So if you feel compelled to do video and to do video well, and you don't want to waste your time and energy and money recording a bunch of videos and just putting them out there, these are the questions you must go through. And every single one of them is incredibly important. And I'll specify that the last question, the how can get really fun and creative. And well, let's try this way and let's try this way. And where are my people most likely to watch this? And how how do they want to engage with me here? Let me try this series and let me see if this this will would really work. Would it be done in a webinar series version kind of a thing? Or can I answer quick 60-second little QA answers and send them out over the course of 21 days? Like that's where it gets really fun in, in the marketing and deploying this stuff that can be, you can start watching and seeing, okay, what's really sticking with people? I love that. I love that you said that because it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't have to be this box of what everybody thinks like video content marketing is. It's not necessarily I'm making pre-recorded videos and I'm posting to YouTube. You could do live videos. The key is that it's extremely important to experiment to not only do something that is going to be beneficial for your audience, but something that feels good for you because you're going to be doing it and it, it takes, you know, time, effort, and energy that you're putting into, you know, this strategy. So you want it to be fun for you as well. Yeah. I'm going to veer off here a little bit into some of those deploying tactics and just ask you to talk about your opinion about some of these. Tell me a little bit about what your thoughts are on live video versus pre-recorded video. And I know the intention of them needs to be decided upon before you actually execute. But in your experience working, not only using video in your own business, but also with your clients. Tell me a little bit about why and when you would want to use those different types of videos and when you've seen them be successful. 
Sure. So, you know, the difference, let me just put this out first. The difference with live versus pre-recorded is live is all about the conversation, all about the connection because you're live. People have an opportunity to interact with you in real time. And the expectation is a little bit less polished, a little bit more, you know, go with the flow, that kind of stuff. So there's that aspect and element to it. Specifically with Facebook Live, the recommendation is minimum of 10 minutes. So you want to make sure you have a, you know, a flow for your live. You understand why you're doing the live. Like you mentioned that you need to have a plan for why you're doing one versus the other and why you would want to do one versus the other is, is completely up to you. There are reasons why live might work better for you, depending on what your business is and what your schedule is. The key is if you are going to do something like a live show, you really want to remain consistent with that, like a regular TV show, like a TV show on a TV network. You know, your, your favorite TV show doesn't go on on Wednesday at seven o'clock and then the next week on Tuesday at two o'clock and then determining like, how long am I going to run this live show before I decide whether or not it's actually benefiting my business or are people engaging or people showing up? You really, really want to determine beforehand what the strategy is involved in that. What are your goals? for going live and what do you want to talk about and what is your audience expectations and what do you want to get out of it? Yeah. With pre-recorded, obviously it's more polished. It is done ahead of time where you can do multiple takes. Whereas if you're live, you can't really do multiple takes. You can be like, ha, take two. Just kidding. <laughs> um, and, you know, make fun of yourself when you mess up. But people are expecting that during a live broadcast and not necessarily as much with a pre-recorded video. You know, you really want to make sure you're succinct and you you cut out any of the flubs and the flaws. And specifically, if you are using a pre-recorded video on YouTube, you want to have a specific strategy fleshed out. And there's many different types of video strategies and reasons why you would want to use different kinds of videos. I could talk to you about a couple different. So one is like an evergreen strategy. These are great for lead generating content. Evergreen strategy means like no matter when you make this video, specifically with YouTube is great because YouTube is a search engine at the end of the day and you're creating content based on appearing in search results. Specifically with evergreen, this is stuff that is going to be relevant tomorrow and three years from now. So you want to make sure that you're using that as a lead generator because then people who watch it now will get benefit from it. And then you'll also be able to you know, add something like a content upgrade or additional value that people can get from the value that you're sharing in the video and direct them back to your website where they can opt in to something as an upgrade. These are typically like how-to videos, FAQs, SAQs, which are should questions that people should be asking you. Oh, I've never um, heard that before. SAQs? SAQs. I don't know if I made it up, but... I mean, <laughs> own it, girl. I'll, I'll let you own it. SAQs. That's cool. Hashtag copyrighted. No, I'm just questions. kidding. You know, problems, desires, fears, objections. This is stuff that's relevant to your audience no matter when they see it, right? Right. That's one specific type of strategy for a pre-recorded video. Another would be now. Now content. So really cashing in on trends, 
events, things that are happening topically, you know, being the first to publish with reaction videos or um, like if a tool that you use in your industry just released a new version, you know, creating like a tutorial video or a how-to or a new piece of equipment has just come out. Like for me, an example, like I made a tutorial video about a new piece of a camera equipment or, you know, a new tool that I like to use that has just been released. These are great. Or a book. You could do video book reviews on books that are related to your industry. These are great for cashing in on SEO, visibility, reach, virality. Um, And these are great for growing your channel and creating like a binge-worthy experience. So, you know, really thinking about how you can... And these kind of fizzle out over time and or can grow in popularity depending on the type of video it is. I did a couple videos on my channel about Facebook Live, one of which I think has over 40,000 views now. And it was just because it ranked number one for so long, like in Google and on YouTube when people were searching for how to go live on a Facebook group. And it was because I created this video, this short, like literally a 60 second video on how to go live on a Facebook group, super hashtag F the fluff type of video. It's just facts, ma'am. And it just took off because people were really interested in that. And then another video that I did that took off was when Facebook put in the native screen sharing during a Facebook Live broadcast. And I did a very, very rough, impromptu tutorial walkthrough of how to do this. And that video took off as well. Same thing, I have a couple other videos with book reviews and things like that. So these are great videos that like grow. They could grow like right away or they continue to grow over time. Yes. And again, I really want to hone back into to be doing that as little bite-sized pieces of your expertise and putting it out there. And they don't need to be massively produced. It could be something short and simple. And you know that people are looking for right now and you can can really leverage that SEO juice out of it. Exactly. So really cashing in on those trends. It could also be like holiday related or something like that. Or sometimes there's like weird trends that, that are going on on YouTube. Sometimes they're completely unrelated to business in any sort of way, like maybe like a weird eating challenge or like a lipstick challenge or something weird. And you know, you can figure out a way to kind of tie it into business and make your own version of that so you don't have to miss out on that trend. Mm, I love that. Okay. And what's the third one? So if we create evergreen strategy, having now content strategy, what would the third one be? Well, there could be a couple of different things. I have six altogether. Actually, seven. seven. We won't go through all seven. Give us one more. and One more. Okay. If you want to know more, you're going to have to click on (laughs) in the show notes. (laughs) Another one would be expertise. These are videos of teaching, screen share, speaking, you speaking live, presenting online, uh, workshops. These build authority, your expertise. These are great for lead generation. That's another type of video strategy that you can use as well. So here's what's going on in my head as you're describing some of these different types of strategies is that you listening can probably, if you've done video at all, you could probably start to identify either that you have already done one of these types of strategies or that you've seen them done. And so the beautiful thing about this is now you can go and say, okay, here's so many more ways that I can use video. So yes, I like what I see a lot in the business world is that expertise video. Hey, I'm going to show you, especially in in Facebook groups or, you know, anyone on their Facebook page, I'm going to show up and I'm going to show you the five ways to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to show you how to get to inbox zero. I'm going to show you how to get to whatever it is. And that's awesome. And you can continue showing up, sharing all this great how-to expert information. 
but that can get old. So it can be a matter of like, how do you, how do you shake things up a little bit? And these are really great ideas to start with to think about how can you incorporate video in, in a different way, in a way that is a little bit more creative. So we're using videos in all of these different ways. We're deploying them very strategically. We're committing to some different platforms you know, where we are to start putting these videos. I want to get into YouTube specifically because... And I'm just going to out myself right now. Let's just start. I should have started here. Let's just out myself. I loved the first time that I talked to Holly because I told her straight up, I was like, so let me just give you like a little scenario that perhaps could happen. Let's just say there's somebody who just keeps on putting video out there on YouTube, on the channel, and it gets like five views, if that. Like that would be a good video, right? Are you raising your hand listening to me? And let's just say like hypothetically that that happens. Like what am I doing wrong? And how can I do that more strategically? And oh, by the way, this is me with the Women's Meditation Network. So straight up, y'all, I started posting Women's Meditation Network videos to YouTube a year ago, a year plus ago, knowing that I was not ready to give it my full undivided attention yet, but just wanting to put it out there. And it's been a year and I still have not given it my undivided attention. So Holly was amazing and was like, "Mm, let me give you a little overview of what you could do. And basically did a whole... I'm going to call it the breakthrough. I know there's a more professional word for it. (laughs) But basically looked over my YouTube channel and gave me so many great, wise nuggets of feedback. But I'm going to put myself on the chopping block because I think there are some other women listening to this who possibly are in the same mode, who have been consistently putting out content on YouTube because they know they need to, because mm-hmm. they love video, because they know it's a good video strategy, because they know you know Google owns YouTube and it's a great search engine. But knowing all of that stuff and actually taking the action to put content out there still does not make for a quote-unquote successful YouTube channel. So... Talk us through just a couple of bullet points on what makes a successful YouTube channel. Well, you know, you determine what makes it successful, but I mean, obviously, you know, views, engagement, subscribers, conversions, you know, getting people to convert from YouTube over into the things that you have for sale, that would be determining success for me. So there's definitely things that you could be doing on your channel. First and foremost, you know, starting with those first, those questions. I got you, girl. Too. <laughs> the questions. Starting. Start with all of those questions that we began this conversation with. So that you're showing up when you show up to YouTube, you know why and for who and all those reasons that you've just identified. Exactly. Then, you know, you're also doing a little research to find because YouTube is a search engine. So you're you're researching to find out, hey, what is my audience searching for? Not what do I want to create? What do I want to talk about? But what do people actually want to hear from me? Because you're the expert and I'm sure you can go on and on and on and create gobs and gobs of content and videos around lots of different things, but it may not necessarily be what your audience is searching for. The other thing to keep in mind is it's great to get clever and create titles that are like Holly G TV slash episode 757, how to blah, 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 blah. But that's not going to help you in your search results. You really want to be optimizing the metadata in your videos and creating titles in a way 
that there are keywords in there that people are actually searching for. You're using language and words and in a order that people are looking for them. You can get creative and have fun with your thumbnails. And I actually encourage you to do that because you really want the thumbnail, which is also part of the metadata, to captivate you know, and really pull somebody's eyeballs into your video when you're competing with other people in search results. You, you don't want just the random thumbnail YouTube roulette where you're like, your mouth's half open, <laughs> might have an eye closed, whatever. You know, YouTube is not nice when it comes to YouTube thumbnail roulette. So, you know, creating custom thumbnails that people actually want to click on and that give them a reason to want to click in conjunction with the captivating title and the description and the keywords that are going to help you rank through search after you've determined what your strategy is and why you're creating that content and making sure that you're creating relevant pieces of content for the audience that is going to be searching for it. Now, as a video strategist yourself, and as somebody who has built and gone through the evolution of a video-based business, having done video production for so long, teaching people how to do their own video production and also strategizing with people about how to then take those videos and make them work for themselves. Tell me about your business. How have you used video in your business in the most impactful way? And I'm sure that there are a lot of imperfect ways you know, behind the scenes. But I want to hear a really good way, one example of video strategy that you've used for your business to attract clients to you, to share about your expertise that has really been super fluid for you. Sure. Definitely. You know, YouTube, I, I hear all the time, oh, I feel like I know you. Oh, you know, when, when people come to me, they know what they're getting really. I mean, and that is the most impactful thing that you can do with your videos. Like you are who you are, you show up, you talk about the things that you know, and people feel like they know you, that you're their, their biz buddy and their go-to in the pocket expert before you've ever even said hello to them. And that is really one of the most powerful things. So whether you're using live, whether you're using Instagram stories, whether you're using a you know really in-depth strategic YouTube strategy or video content marketing strategy, or you are sending personal videos to people, it is the you in the video sharing in only the way that you can that is going to make the most impact and has for me been the most impactful thing because there are other people who do what I do, but nobody, nobody can be me. You cannot skin Holly and put a Holly suit on and show up on your YouTube channel pretending to be me. And God, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Don't try to pretend to be somebody that you're not in your videos because people will sniff it out and you won't be able to sustain for the long term. So show up as you and people will fall in love with you. You'll create super fans. And you know the other benefit is that you repel people who would be your, what I call PETA clients or just not people who just aren't the right fit or people who are like, oh, she's so annoying. Well, good. Then don't freaking work with me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, yeah. Bye. Yeah. So why are you so passionate about video? Like I know, oh. I know you've been through an evolution with this medium, but where does that desire to help in this way come from? You know, I feel like it is just such a powerful way to connect 
And I know that there are so many amazing people and so many smart people who really aren't taking advantage of this. And at the end of the day, the only people who are losing are the people you can help. And for that reason, I literally have a note on my desk that says, I am here to change lives. Don't give up on those people. Like I want people to feel good and empowered to pick up their camera, create amazing video and help so many people. That's really what makes me super passionate about it is just to see the transformation that happens when somebody comes to me and they're, you know, not really in a good place with their video. They're not feeling like the work they've been doing is making a difference or the effort they've been putting in and or earlier on in my business when I was doing video challenges for people who were just getting started and really not comfortable in front of the camera, watching them transform before my eyes from somebody who was so nervous, so trepidatious to somebody who was so comfortable, so powerful, so happy. Like it was literally like watching roses bloom to watch this transformation of somebody go from being in that nervous place of feeling so empowered to to use video as a medium to spread their message and their knowledge. So as it lies now, describe the nature of your business. What do you spend most of your time doing? with your clients? Is it the strategizing so that they can actually take their videos and have a plan with their videos and basically execute everything that we're talking about here? Or do you actually spend your time doing production for any of your clients anymore? I stopped doing production when I had my first baby. And now... I'm expecting my second baby. So production is not in the works anytime soon. But sometimes if you're local or I can travel to you, I will do studio setups with you, with my one-on-one clients. I have two different ways that I work with people, um, either one-on-one or in my group programs. And they all have to do with what I call business cinema, which is video with a plan, a purpose, a system, and a strategy. So we go over everything from your strategy to the system that you're putting in place to the master plan of how this fits into all of the other aspects of your business, as well as all of the production from pre-production through post-production editing and, and promotion. Mm. I actually have a seven-part process. We start with the primary principles, which is the foundational stuff. Then we go into pre-production, which is... 60 to 65% of the process. This is all of the planning and fleshing out and writing scripts and determining keywords and plans and you know reverse engineering everything back so it's actually helping your business move forward. Then we go into production, which if you've done the work in the front end is snap, 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 super easy to record your videos and you can batch up a month, two, three, four, five, six months of videos at a time if as you start to build up those video muscles and the processes and the systems, it becomes so easy. Then you go into post-production, which if you followed my process of production is like literally like putting together a puzzle. So it's not like, Hey, I got like three hours of footage and I know there's a good three minute video in there somewhere. Like, no, we do not. That's that's everyone's big fear with actually really producing a high quality video is like, Oh my gosh, there's going to be so much content to go through. No, not when I teach you, you just record the parts that you need to record and you get on with it. So then that also makes it super, super easy to either 
have yourself edit, a member of your team edit, or to outsource it to an editor. When I work with my one-on-one clients, we also work together to create like a editing style guide so that you can just pass that off to somebody else if that's not your jam, which is totally cool. And they know exactly how to edit the video in a way that is on point with the rest of your brand. So it's like not like all janky looking like, hey, I just spent thousands or tens of thousands to rebrand my business and everything looks fabulous. And now my videos are all janky. No. <laughs> is that the official term? Janky? Janky. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want no janky videos. So, you know, we get that going for you, the post-production part. And then next is the polish, which is, okay, great. Now you have your edited videos. Like, what are you doing with them? Where are they going? Polish specifically with YouTube is uploading the video optimizing the metadata, creating the custom thumbnail, creating the transcription that goes along with that for the closed caption, you know, that kind of stuff. There's a whole like list of things that needs to happen to make sure your video is up and able to shine for everybody to find and see and watch and binge and all the good things. So that's the polish part. Then you have promotion, which is, it's not the field of dreams. You didn't just post the video and now everybody's going to come running, which is, it's great if you have a built-in subscriber base and they have the bell turned on on YouTube and they're getting the notifications that your video has gone live. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to come over and watch. So you still have to shout it out. You have to tell people. So you have to have a plan for how you're going to talk about the video and promote the video. Same thing with podcasts or blogs or any other piece of content you create. You can't just make it and then just cross your fingers and hope people are going to come and watch it. And I think that's kind of the part where everybody just falls off the map a little bit. They're like, well, I made it and I put it on YouTube. Why aren't people watching it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You actually have to go through this process and make sure you're doing all that work. Exactly. Yeah. Then last but not least is pollination. And pollination is how can then you take this video that you've spent so much time poured your heart in and did all the stuff for it. Well, how can you then pollinate it in other ways and make it work for you? So basically repurpose the content. I love that word for repurposing. <laughs> Thanks. Having it go fit around. in with my alliteration. <laughs> I know. It's so beautiful. Like pollinating the video, like having it go around and pollinate. I love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we just went through your entire seven-step process. That's incredible. So if you're listening to this and you know okay, I need to get serious about my videos or my YouTube channel or the Facebook Lives I'm showing up to do or just marketing in general so that I can use video to exponentially connect with who I really want to connect with, to attract who I really want to attract. I'm going to put the link to Holly's website in the show notes. Please, you've made it this far. You have heard what a genius she is. Go check her out go consider signing up for her group program or even working with her one-on-one because don't waste your time and money figuring it out on your own. Just don't. Like You already know if you've got the big why and the big fire to get out there and to do it right, perhaps you already have been doing it on your own and it just ain't so successful. Go with Holly. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Definitely. I really help you save so much time on both sides of the camera. And effort, energy, frustration, overwhelm, exhaustion. I also help my one-on-one clients virtually producing. So instead of actually producing, sometimes I'll work with them to virtually produce course videos for a course. So I help you flesh out all of the content that you need for your course. And I guarantee you, I know that I'm thinking about things that you're not thinking about when it comes to the production of course video. 
Ah, yes. Holly, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. So smart about video and using video for marketing intentionally and with quality brains behind it so that your videos that you're doing or thinking about doing aren't just floating out there in internet land and they're actually working for your business. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. I could talk about video all day. (laughs) 